This is Anthony Morganti. Welcome to my podcast for the joy of photography. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. You know, there's been a saying that's been around photography forever, and I've been hearing it a lot recently. That saying is, buying a new camera will not make you a better photographer. Now, you may hear some variation of that. Buying new gear will not make you a better photographer. Buying a new lens will not make you a better photographer. Either way, the, the sentiment is the same. And I mentioned that this has been around photography forever. When I first started out in photography, now 39 years ago, um, it, um, I heard it then. And I'm hearing it a lot lately. There's been some prominent professionals saying this a lot lately. And uh, you probably wondered to yourself, is that true? I mean, is that really true that buying a new camera will not make you a better photographer? Well, in my opinion, that is true, but I will add that buying a new camera will help you take better photographs. Really? Well, what do I mean by that? Well, it's really not going to make you a better photographer, but new gear, depending on what you're upgrading from, it can help you take a better photograph. And the reason why is because your new camera can have, when compared to your old camera, now we're talking about cameras, but again, could be lenses, lights, whatever. Your new camera can have a better, more resolute sensor, right? So your old camera was crop sensor, entry-level DSLR, and maybe it was a, you know, a hand-me-down, a used camera. It was like 12 megapixels or something. Now you're upgrading to a full-frame camera, you know, and it's 48 megapixels, and so it's more resolute. You could you know, crop in tighter and not worry about losing pixels. You could do huge prints. So that alone is going to help you take better photographs. But is it going to make you a better photographer? Not really. But it is going to help you take better photographs. Another thing, your new camera could focus faster and more accurately than your old one. Um, again, that's going to help you take a better photograph. You're just going to be able to nail focus quicker, faster, so depending on what time of, you know, your sport and action photography, a wildlife photographer, all those shots you missed, maybe you're getting them now because of your gear. So yes, your new gear could help you take better photographs. Um, your new camera could have more exposure latitude. Uh, maybe your old one, you know, you just blew out the highlights all the time or you crushed the shadows. But the new camera has great exposure latitude, and now you're capturing detail in the highlights and in the shadows. And that really is a great advantage of a more expensive camera. You just, that exposure latitude often gets ignored, but it is really um, probably one of the more important um, aspects of an upgraded camera, of a better camera, is the exposure latitude. Another thing is is better white balance interpretation. A lot of times this gets overlooked as well but often a cheaper camera uh, you know most of especially when we're starting out we have um, auto white balance set and 
quite often, especially in mixed light sources, you're getting this really weird colors. You're doing a portrait and your person looks like they, they're sick with the bluebonic plague, something like that. So white balance interpretation is a problem a lot of times with cheaper cameras. The new cameras seem to be a lot better, or the upgraded cameras at least, seem to be a lot better with white balance interpretation. And that is important. It's going to help you take a better photograph. Um, faster shutter. Maybe your old camera, the fastest it would go is one two thousandth of a second. And you really want to be a sport and action photographer. It's just not fast enough. And your new camera is one eight thousandth of a second right away. It's going to help you take a better photograph. Um, better high ISO capability. Um, a lot of entry-level cameras I see, if you go over ISO 3200, the image is pretty much unusable. But when you get that better camera, now it depends, but most better cameras, you could get up there really high, you know, 12,800, maybe even higher before you start approaching unusability. So again, then do cameras helping you take better photographs. And faster continuous drive. Again, that's sport action photography, maybe a wildlife photographer. Your old camera did like four frames per second, but the new one does nine, 12, something like that. So it could help you catch that, that fleeting moment a lot more readily than the old camera. And really, I mean, I could go on and on, right? I mean, you upgrade. Now we're talking about cameras here, but again, I said this variation is true for anything. You could upgrade your lens. So you take most of your shots with a, um, you know, a 50 millimeter 1.8 lens. Then you upgrade to uh, a 24 to 70 f at 2.8. Well, you get that extra range. You know, you could zoom in, zoom out, or whatever. You know, you you take most of your image with your kit lens, which is like f 3.5 to 5.6. Then you buy the new lens, and it's f 2.8 all the way through the zoom range, and that again, has advantages, allows you to take images in low light situations that you weren't able to take with the other lens. Um, it, the new lens, I guarantee, is probably going to focus better and faster. Uh, it's probably weather sealed, things like that. So, you, you know, there's a lot of advantages to that lens over the other lens. So, again, this is really about gear, although I'm kind of skewing it towards having a different camera, but it really is about gear. New gear can help you take better photographs but really the new gear isn't really going to help you be a better photographer um what do you really need to do to be a better photographer well i tried to uh, qualify and quantify this um this is my opinion this is what you need to do to be a better photographer. In my opinion, you must practice, 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 then practice some more. I mean, that seems obvious, but really, my experience being around young photographers, students, um, whether or not they're 18 or 80, you could still be a student. Either way, when I've seen these, and when I say young photographers, <laughs> I don't mean young in age, I mean young to the, to the, craft or art of photography. Um, so again, you could be 80 years old and still be a young photographer. Anyway, my point is I've seen many of them so into photography, that's all they even think about is photography, but they're not out taking <laughs> pictures. They're just like, 
on the internet looking at pictures. They're, they're on Instagram looking at photos. They're um, talking about photography in the cafe, but they're not out there actually taking photographs. So if you're new to photography, get out and take pictures. Stop talking about it. Stop looking at pictures as much, but go out and actually take your own and try all different types of photography. You know, go from macro to portraiture to landscapes to um, astrophotography um, to street photography. Do all different things. Doing all those different types of photography not only helps your technique and helps you become a better photographer, it also helps you find your style. And when I say style, I actually mean kind of what you're interested in because some people prefer portraiture over landscapes, whereas some people might prefer landscapes, you know. So it really helps you kind of determine your journey, what you want to do in photography. So go out and do all those different types of photography. The other thing, you should really invest in education. Um, a lot of times, young photographers have $100 to spend, and they spend $100 on gear. Um, really, the greatest proportion of that 100 bucks, and I'm going to quantify this in a moment, should probably be spent on some type of education. Now, it's really nice now with you know the internet that's been around now for like 20 years, but with the internet comes a lot of opportunity to get education for free. I mean, that's how you probably found me, right? On YouTube somewhere, uh, trying to teach you how to process your images. Um, again, go on YouTube, uh, find a photographer on YouTube you really admire and see what they offer for free. Watch what they're doing. Um, go find articles on photography uh, soak up all you can. There's a lot of free education out there. Um, so try to learn as much as you can. If you do have a hundred bucks to spend, spend some of that on education. Uh, if there is a photographer you admire and they offer something over and beyond what they offer for free, invest in their, what they're offering. Uh, buy it. You really need to invest in the education. Now, I don't see that enough. I really don't. Um, you really, a lot of people talk a good game, but they don't really back it up. You want to be a great photographer, you really have to practice and you have to learn. So go out there and really learn. The other thing you need to do is receive honest, educated critique and feedback. And I threw that word educated in there. Again, because of the internet, you could go on any group on Facebook and add, post an image and ask for uh, constructive criticism, and a lot of people are going to help you. Unfortunately, some of those people may not be any better of a photographer than you are at your stage of growth. So what they might be recommending might, be not, might not be true, might not be applicable. So you should receive honest, educated critique and feedback. And the way you would do that is you would seek out a person that is more advanced than you, um, more experienced than you, and get their opinion. Now, you could pay for a portfolio review. A lot of uh, professionals offer that. Um, but there are a lot of professionals that will do it for free. I'm actually friends with several photographers on Instagram 
several that I follow that I've seen post in Instagram stories say, um, anyone needs help with their photography, hit me up, send me your images. You know, they're offering for free. And to tell you the truth, that's how I learned. Um, I think I've mentioned many times there were two professionals that took me under their wing. One was mainly a wedding and um, a portrait photographer. And the other one, he did weddings and portraits as well, but he was more of an event and um, like a corporate photographer. But both of those guys took me under their wing and taught me really a lot about technical aspects of photography, uh, you know, from cameras to lenses, lighting, things like that. But they also taught me um, the psychology of um, dealing with a client, uh, you know, how to deal with difficult people, how to deal with different types of clients you may encounter, how to quote prices. They taught me everything. I mean, I really owe everything to them. So hopefully you could find someone that is willing to help you. And really there are, these people are out there. And so just get that educated critique and feedback. And I think that will help you as well. Now, once you do those three things, go back up to number one and practice, practice, practice some more, go invest more in education, then get some more educated critique and feedback, honest educated critique and feedback, and then go do it again. Just keep doing this. This is a never-ending cycle that you should do to be a better photographer. And if you do this, I guarantee you'll accelerate your growth and you'll be the best photographer you could be as quickly as you can be. Um, now, I said I, I tried to quantify this. Now, this is just my opinion of what you should do. But if you're a new photographer, photographing seriously for less than a year, and I, I, I say less than a year, but let's face it, many of us are working, you know, a full-time job. We have, like, you know, kids that need to go to, you know, sporting events and, you know, cheerleading and hockey you know, we go on vacations with our family, spend time. We don't have time maybe to invest in photography. So maybe we've been messing around with photography for three or four years, but you're still considered a new photographer. So when I say less than a year, it could be more. You know, I mean, you know deep down if you're really a newbie at photography. So if you are, then I believe that 90% of your time and money should be invested in education and only 10% new gear. So, you know, upgrade a filter or something like that. But really, most of your money and your time should be in invested in education. So if you have a spare hour to do photography, go out and take pictures, uh, go out and uh, watch YouTube video, read some articles on photography. If you have, you know, a few hundred bucks, to spend on photography, spend it in education. Um, really, that is where the bulk of your time and money should go. And that will help you in better in the long run than buying that new camera. Yes, that new camera is going to help you take a better photograph. I mentioned that. We've already covered that. But really, most of this time and your money should be invested in education. This will help you in the long run more so than any camera, new camera lens or whatever is going to. Now, if you've been a serious photographer for more than a year, and again, you know, I had to put a number on that, but you know who you are. So you might be a, you might've been photographing for three, four years. And now you're, you know, you, you really know your camera. 
you could take a macro, you could take a portrait, you could take a landscape, you could, you know, take pictures of the stars. You know how to do all that stuff. All right. So you're still though, you know, you still want to learn. You still there's more growth for you possible. Then I think 50% of your time and money should still be invested in education. Then you could do 50% new gear. This is around the time you should be considering upgrading your camera, upgrading your lens. Now, you know, but still don't ignore the education. So um, even if it's that, you know, time invested that you have. So you have, uh, you have an hour here. Uh, should I in, you know, go to the, look at all the different sensor resolutions and sensor scores of the new cameras or should I learn how to do something I'm not sure how to do uh, like maybe astrophotography or learn how to do something spend that time in the education of improving yourself as a photographer don't worry about the DxO scores of the sensors you know so really spend most of your time or 50 percent of your time and money in education still and then you know you could buy new gear and here and there and in, in you know you're going when you buy new gear you're going to have to um research it so you know that's why 50 percent of your time and your money you could put to gear so again you still don't ignore the educational aspect now if you're a pro or advanced amateur well how do you know if you're an advanced amateur i guess um, well, if you're the best amongst your peers, I mean, you'll know, you'll know your, your work's as good as the professionals around you. Um, all the amateurs that, you know, you're, you're around or you kind of hang out with, or that you even hang out with virtually, you know, on Instagram or whatever, admire you, you'll know that your work is up there really, 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 you know, uh, good work, consistent, then in that case, I still think 25% of your time and money should be invested in education and 75% in new gear. Photography is always advancing, not only technically, but just even the aesthetic aspect of it. There's trends that go, you know, colors even go in and out, uh, different, I mean, HDR was hot. Um, selective color was hot for a while. All these techniques have to be learned. They might fizzle though, like, you know, HDR that, you know, really HDR look lasted too long. Right. And then it kind of fizzled, uh, selective color was really popular for a while. So you'd see black and white images of a family and their eyes glow blue, you know, things like that. So that selective color lasted for a while and then kind of fizzled. These techniques, you know, you have to be abreast of them. You have to be on top of them. You have to learn them. So 25% of your time and money still should, should still be invested in education. And then, you know, you really could upgrade your gear now. You put a lot of money and time and research and stuff and investing in gear. But never, ever stop learning. That's, the, that's what I'm ultimately saying. You always have to be on top of the field. You have to be uh, learning new techniques. There, there could be a camera, I'm sure there will be a camera coming out that's going to revolutionize photography. So you're going to have to learn that, right? So you're going to have to invest your time and money in that education for this new type of camera. Then you're going to 
invest your money in that new type of camera as well. So again, never ever um, stop learning. And I mean, you hear that about anything. You could hear that about, you know, I think I saw an interview with Les Paul a couple of years before he died. He was in his 90s and he was saying he was always learning, learning new techniques on the guitar. So, I mean, you know, the profession, the pros pro is always learning and that's how they stay being the best. And again, you got to practice, practice, practice. You're always practicing. So that's it. A relatively short podcast compared to the, at least the recent ones I've been doing. Uh, but I, again, I've been hearing that term. Well, I've heard that term forever. You know, new camera is not going to make you a better photographer. And I thought I really should qualify and quantify that. And I thought it would help set a lot of us on the path to becoming a better photographer, what we need to do to be a better photographer. And I hope that helps you. Thank you for watching my podcast for the joy of photography. Remember, stop by my website, onlinephotographytraining.com. There you'll find all my latest videos and articles to help you improve your photography. That's it for now. I'll talk to you guys soon.